Hi everyone, it's Pepper Hernandez. I'm wanting to tune in with you to let you know that we now have a Patreon. I'm super excited. There's gonna be so much amazing content over there. And for just $5 a month, subscribers like you can have access to videos of past recordings, unreleased episodes, and even early access to future episodes. I'm really excited and I hope you are too. Thank you so much for supporting us so we can continue to create this amazing content. Go over to patreon.com slash Dr. Pepper Hernandez. I will see you over there. There's so much built into getting your sexy back. There's not just sex and orgasms and pleasure per se. There's a lot of healing involved with people when they're trying to get their sexy back. I frequently say how you show up in the bedroom is how you show up in your life. And it is very, very true. So if you're not speaking your truth, or if you're not asking for what you want, or if you're not creating boundaries in the bedroom, you also won't be in your day to day. So it's like this mirror reflecting. Oh, working it out, sometimes the feels can get me down. It's not a surprise, my eyes light up when you're around. I'm away, beating heart, you know I know, gotta start making dreams, taking flight, gotta show the world it's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. Welcome to the Quantum Alignment Q&A, where we traverse through an array of healing modalities to educate, empower, and excite our listeners on their path of holistic health and wellness. In sharing various practitioners' experiences and insight, we hope to cultivate a deeper relationship between one's true self, the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional bodies. And now, join naturopath, transpersonal psychologist, and cannabis therapy consultant, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Welcome, and thank you so much for taking time to be present with us today. Our intention for this podcast is for each and every one of us to get one step closer to the highest version of our aligned self each and every day, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Today, I have a special guest for us. Her name is Kim Coffin. She is a certified trauma-informed somatic empowerment and sexual teacher. That is quite a mouthful. You've got a lot going on. She (laughs) is the founder of Get Your Sexy Back. She's a coach. She has a podcast. She does um, a lot of tantric work with an institute. There's just so much here. Hi, Kim. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so grateful that you took the time out to be on our podcast as you have your own and many other things that you do. Tell our listeners what it is that you do on a daily basis. Mm, On a daily basis. Oh my gosh, that really depends. But every single day has, of course, pleasure built in, pleasure to hold my nervous system, hold myself, hold my clients, all of the things. But Everything in my business and my life will be built around pleasure. And what do people come to you for, Kim? So you are a get your sexy back coach. What does that mean exactly? 
Yeah, for sure. It's a good question because there's so much built into getting your sexy back. There's not just sex and orgasms and pleasure per se, right? There's a lot of healing involved with people when they're trying to get their sexy back. I, I frequently say how you show up in the bedroom is how you show up in your life. And it is very, very true. So if you're not speaking your truth, or if you're not asking for what you want, or if you're not creating boundaries in the bedroom, you also won't be in your day to day. So it's like this mirror reflecting. So there can be a lot of work to do depending on the person and depending on what patterns they've fallen into over the years, whether it be people pleasing, perfectionism, you know, showing up to be the perfect mom or the perfect woman or the perfect girl or whatever that may be. I work with all genders, but there's definitely a lot of working with women. I am so fascinated and <laughs> I am going to utilize our time together as much as possible. We have yet to have anyone on the podcast that is going into sexuality and specifically the way you're coming about it. You were saying the way you're showing up in the bedroom is directly related to what exactly? How you're showing up in your day-to-day, -day, how you're showing up in your life. Okay. So what does that mean? Because I have so many questions, but what does yeah. that mean? You know, getting your sexy back. What about those people who haven't, they didn't think they lost their sexy? How can they utilize you? <laughs> right? So it like, really depends. Yeah, depends. Like, give me an example. Do you have an example of somebody who thinks they're feeling really sexy? Like, you know. Well, <laughs> Well, Kim, you know, it's my podcast and it's our time together. So yeah. I'm going to therapize myself. Yeah. It's like for someone like myself, single, sure. female, I feel healthy. I feel sexy. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm being intimate with people, but I'm sexy in my life. Does your type of work work for me? Because as a sexual empowerment coach, it says that you work with singles and couples, right? Yeah. So what about a single person? who's not necessarily in intimate relations. Can you, you know, talk about that as well? Yes, yes, absolutely. And I work mainly with singles, way more than couples. Like I do work with couples, but a lot of women or men will want to work on themselves first. And I actually believe that is where it starts. It does start with yourself. It, it's that inner healing. And going back to like my bio a little bit, being somatic and trauma-informed, that is body-based. Like somatic means body-based. So all of the work that I'm doing with my clients is very embodied and we're doing work that we're healing pieces and parts that are feeling wounded, that have, you know, felt wounded in the past that are still showing up in today and in, in today as an adult life. There's so many topics and so many things I can go through this thread. You also talked about, you know, feeling like alive and a vibrant woman right now, but not dating. It doesn't matter. What I still then would ask is, but are you feeling turned on, like literally turned on in your day-to-day, -day, in your body, in what you do for work, in how you cook your meals, in how you show up? How are you talking to yourself? Because there's so many pieces in there, right? And we're very quickly taught from very, very little how we should show up and what is a good woman and what is a good girl. And very much a lot of people, myself included, for years got caught in that cycle of overgiving, proving, trying to keep up, right? All of these places. And there's a disconnection. I've really like studied this and there's this disconnection I find between, you know, what we were as that little three, four-year-old girl or boy, depending what we're talking about, running around naked in the yard, loving 
who we are. We danced. We didn't care who was looking. We knew that we weren't eating those peas for dinner. And we knew that we are not going to sleep right now. Like, that's just it. And there's somewhere along the way that we disconnect because of messaging, because of conditioning, because of trauma. Little T traumas are way more severe than the big T ones. Little T's being the constant paper cuts, the constant negative messages, TV, media, a bad relationship, like whatever it may be, these little T traumas can eat at us for a while. And especially as women, all of a sudden they enter their 30s, their 40s and their 50s. And they're like, I don't know who I am. Like this isn't me. This can't be it. There has to be something else. So yes, I'm an empowerment and sexuality coach, but that's because these are two are very, very linked. It is this disconnection from who we are, from our bodies, from our sensations, from what's going on in our body that depends where somebody is coming along that whole pathway. We might, you know, work on some different things, but there's kind of three main areas that I like to incorporate in my work. And that would be working with everyday pleasure, like not just sexual pleasure, like everyday pleasure. Are you enjoying that? And what are you, what are you getting pleasure from? Are you following your pleasure? And then there's the piece of the trauma work and the, the somatic embodiment work. And then there's the sacred sexuality piece, which also is the more activating of our sensual and sexual energies. And again, single or coupled, it does not matter. We all have that sexual energy in us. So it depends what we're activating. So let me know what you want me to break down further there. Oh my goodness. We have so much to talk about. The little T trauma that you speak of, I think that that may resonate with some of our audience members. And it's interesting how you separated that because when we think about trauma, we think about those things or, or my audience and myself, we think about those big, huge things that we'll remember that we've gone to therapy for, but the little T's and you describe them as like paper cuts and day to day and, you know, maybe consumption, what we're consuming from media. I love that concept of calling it the little T. How do we not just move past that? How do we move through it, process it gently, especially when we're talking about sexuality? Mm, that's such a good question. And I think the quickest portal to reclaiming who we are is through our sexuality because it is the biggest place that we have been disempowered. So if we can reclaim that and if we can reconnect we can come back home to who we are and we can heal that and everything else with it. You say that as it's so simple, but <laughs> you're, the, you're the coach, you're the professional in this realm. Yeah, we can break how, it down. Yeah, how do we do that? Break it down for me. Yeah, I wasn't always this way. I was totally, you know, spent my 20s and 30s like disconnected, um, really uncomfortable in my body people pleasing, showing up, trying to prove that I was good enough, right? Doubting myself, but yet showing up in the world with this, what I like to call like fake confidence, like I've got this and I'm good and look at me, I'm fine. Look how much I can get done in a day, right? There was that proving energy. Now, a lot of people would have said, what do you mean you weren't confident? But I wasn't truly, truly worthy and confident. So that is the work, right? Learning how to work with where your wounding is. What are your core wounds? What is stopping you from showing up, living the life that you desire today? So I always start work with desires, working with my clients. Like, what is it that you really desire? And then we can go into the body and look like, 
I use a whole pile of different somatic practices, somatic experiencing, parts work, inner child work, breath work. There's a lot, but we're getting into the body and we're following sensations and seeing what's alive, seeing what's holding you back. Most likely there are pieces that are like, your brain's like, I want to do this. Let's go. And your body's like, oh, but no way. Right. And that is very, very subconsciously stopping us. So there's so much that we can look at, but we want to come into the body and it's really difficult to actually break out. Okay. What are we going to do step by step? Because every single person is different. I did a, um, a coaching session with another coach who's certified in what I am on my podcast just the other day. And I coached her on one day and she coached me. And both times we entered into things that we did not expect. We never know because we're following the body and the body will never lie. It remembers everything. So we can use the body to move us forward into what it is that we want to create. Such good content. And I am immediately following your podcast and going to listen to every <laughs> single episode because it just sounds so valuable, right? Like the content that you're providing is so valuable for those of us who understand that every single thing that has happened to us prior to this date does really affect us. And if mm -hmm. we're deep into self-help and alignment, which is what this podcast is all about, is quantumly aligning, then when you gravitate towards someone who you resonate with, you want to consume their content to see if it helps. So let's talk about your background because you mentioned that. And I just want for our audience and our listeners to kind of understand what your background is. And if you will, tell us a little bit about your personal experience of how you got to where you are right now. So certifications, mm. background, but then also your personal. Yeah. So background, you're meaning like just what am I certified in and those kind of things you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. So I'm certified with Layla Martin and her Tantric Institute of Sacred Sexuality, as well as I've worked with Mama Gina over the years, tons of different people, and a whole pile of other programs and courses on trauma, on somatics, on embodiment. This has become my life because this was me first reclaiming me, right? If we're going to go further back in my background, I already talked about like this wasn't how I was. I was showing up really, really disconnected and numb and you know, it's funny in the beginning when somebody said, okay, what do you feel in your body? I was like, uh, what are you talking about? Like, I feel like I'm a walking, talking head or walking, talking bust form only. I had no clue what they meant because I was so disconnected from my body. It didn't feel safe to be in my body because of past experiences, whether it be trauma, societal conditioning, messaging, religion, that plays a big part in there as well, right? All of this messaging. So it was my own journey that brought me into this. Now, I've actually been an entrepreneur for over 26 years and a coach for over 13 of those, but in different forms of business. And then with Get Your Sexy Back, I've been coaching there for six years. So do you mind going into your personal? Like, I why sure can. Sex I yeah, want to make sure that's okay. Empowerment? Yes, it's okay. Yeah. It's yeah, okay, okay with whatever you want to share with us. But I yeah. love asking that question because you know, each one of us as, you know, practitioners or whatever, a coach or physicians, or some people call themselves healers, we all have a story of how we got to the place mm -hmm. that we're at and why. And yeah. that I think brings so much value to I what agree. it is that we're doing and we're sharing in the world because we can empathize. 
we can sympathize and we can resonate with people who are also having those experiences. And people want to know that you maybe have walked the path before them sometimes. So it's a big question and you can answer what you want, but you know, you do you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm totally for it. I just like to kind of give a little trauma trigger warning kind of thing. If you're not feeling really regulated right now, I'd recommend coming back and listening to this part later, right? Because this doesn't feel great for everybody. But at 14, I woke up in the middle of the night being sexually assaulted by my stepfather. And it was absolutely devastating. He'd been my stepfather since I was six. And I was confused. I was numb. I saw myself going through every single trauma response that night. I can see them now. I didn't know them then. It was an awful, awful, horrific night. I never went back to sleep. I couldn't. And uh, around four or five in the morning, I realized, oh my gosh, I know what to do. Because I actually didn't know what to do. I was like, do I run away? Do I end my life? Do I call the police? Like, I really didn't know what to do. And around four or five in the morning, I was like, no, I know what to do. Just have to tell my mom. Remember, they've told us this. They've taught us this. Just have to tell my mom, I've got this. And I waited till he left for work. And I waited about an extra 30 minutes. And then I went and told my mother. I was so afraid he was going to, I was going to be in trouble, that I was going to be it's so interesting how we, we put that on ourselves. I really deeply thought I was going to be in trouble. And I told my mom. And initially, she believed me for the first you know, 20, 30 minutes, I would say, or maybe longer. I can't guess there, right? But the next really big red flag I can see as an adult now is she sent me to school. So I was confused because I was like in a daze, total daze. I remember walking down the hallway with my friend. I told her. And I remember they were talking, but I couldn't hear what they were saying. Like I was totally in a trauma response, a deep one. And uh, I went to classes and partway through my math class, I got called out by the office and I went down to the office and they said, your mother's outside. She wants to talk to you. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe she's figured some things out here. Okay, this is good. And then I walked outside and I saw my mom standing there. And in the roundabout was my stepfather's truck. Yeah. So uh, she said, get in the front seat. I'm going to sit in the back seat and we're going to talk about this. And I, unfortunately, at the time was very, very obedient. I felt like a very good girl, right? I did what I was told. I didn't like getting in trouble. And I did. And I hopped in the front seat and he denied it immediately. And she never said a word. And he kept going about how could you think I would do this to me? How? Like, of course I didn't. Like, I was pulling up your covers. I was 14. Uh, I don't think you were, but anyway, at one point I was like, you know what you did. You know what you did. And I got a little, I'm going to fight this here. And he leaned forward across the middle console of the truck. And the way he looked at me and said, no, I did not. The way he said it, I was like, okay, I'm not winning this battle. I'm just not. It's 14 year old up against a grown ass man, right? Like there was no way. I was winning this. So I remember shutting down. I remember thinking right then and there, I'm on my own here. And my mother never said a word. I am so sorry, Kim. You know, so many humans go through these type of things, but then, and that's a trauma on its own. And then on top of that, the adults who are supposed to be your guardians, that happening there. So Thank you for sharing your story. No wonder you are living that path of getting that sexuality back. You know, I I appreciate that. 
Can you tell me before we take a short break, and this is a broad question, obviously, but what were the few things that helped you as an adult process through that and really get your sexuality back as an adult woman who's now, you know, of age, looking at intimacy from the perspective of, I want to share myself with someone. How was that yeah, journey? It's an interesting question. And we might have to do some before the break and some after, because, you know, my twenties and thirties looked moderately normal, right? Like most, because I learned to literally suck it up, which is not a great thing, but that was, that's what we're told, right? To suck it up and to push forward. And I pushed forward but it led me into being very burnt out and very stressed out and very numb, right? Caught in those cycles of overgiving, people pleasing, feeling like I didn't fit in. So it wasn't for 27 years that I finally looked at this trauma. Like really, I'd shared it with everybody. My husband knew, um, different therapists and counselors knew, but I didn't really go into it until 27 years. Yeah. Bless your heart. I appreciate you for sharing and doing what you're doing. What are the pieces that you took to get your sexuality back? Yeah. What were those pieces? So these are kind of what I break down into my three steps, like my sexy back kind of approach, because this is what I did for me. Number one would be reclaim, right? It's learning how to reclaim the places that I'd been disempowered. And I was starting to talk a little bit about this earlier, right? Like, the places where we've been disempowered, we've lost our voice, boundaries, our truth, right? Speaking our truth, our body love, our pleasure, feeling really, truly sexy, turned on and feeling good in my body. First, reclaiming those places that I'd shut down, dismissed, put away because they weren't safe. That's number one. Number two would be reconnecting. And through this, we're reconnecting to our body reconnecting to our pelvic bowl, our sacred feminine for, for women, female identifying humans, to our sexuality, to feeling the sensations that are alive in our body and reclaiming that power, that innate inner power that lives within all of us, but we've been disconnected from. So that's number two, reclaiming that. And then third, there comes this remembrance that happens when we reclaim and when we reconnect. When we start to play with sacred sexuality and we start to really trust ourselves and cultivate this safety and trust within our body that is deep, deep within, that tells us that no matter what happens in the world, like no matter what, like a COVID number two, like doesn't matter, right? When no matter what, what happens in this world, I'm okay and I've got this. And that comes from this remembrance of who we are. Yeah. I love that I'm okay. Mm. You More know, okay. I, I love that. And it seems like such a simple thing to say, but it is so powerful. And I'll just share this with you really quickly. I would always want my partners to say, it's going to be okay. It's going to mm -hmm. be okay. Right. And I remember asking a partner, and this has been like a decade ago, is it going to be okay? And they wouldn't tell me. And I was like, why don't you just say it, even if it's not? And in that moment, I took that back and realized I don't need anyone else to tell me it's okay. I need mm. to tell my inner child that as the adult, right? And so I love that you shared that. Thank you so much. 
It happens to be that time in our podcast where we're going to give a short shout out to a local aligned business that I love so very much. And I think that you will too. We will be right back. Thank you, Kim. Have you ever thought about getting a cannabis doctor's recommendation letter? You can. You can do that with LeafWell. Your doctor's evaluation would include a two-year doctor's recommendation letter, an instant PDF download, 24-7 online verification, and there's no in-person appointment necessary. You can do it all online. It's also HIPAA compliant, which means complete privacy. There is a secure payment method, and with LeafWell, you can get your cannabis medical card online in minutes. No matter what state you're in, if you would like to save $20 off, they're giving giving our listeners a $20 off promotional code, which is Dr. Pepper 20. That's D-R-P-E-P-P-E-R 20. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are here as a reminder with Kim from Get Your Sexy Back. Before we went on break, we were talking about what I called the three R's and I, you may refer them as the three R's as well, but the reclaiming, reconnecting and remembrance. Can you go into each of those just kind of in short for someone who may want to follow that three step and just some tips to get us into a quantum alignment version mm-hmm. of our highest self, really embracing, reclaiming, reconnecting and remembering our sexuality. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as I shared a little bit before, reclaiming is about reclaiming the places that we have been disempowered. So first we have to look at those places. One of the biggest tools to reclaim is to start approving, start approving of what's going on. Like, how are you feeling? What are you experiencing? What did you do? What do you want to do? Really, really start approving, right? That was really important. A really powerful tool as well to bring into that on top of that is then to celebrate right? Start seeing where you are doing amazing, amazing things. So often women do not celebrate what they're doing. They're like, oh, I didn't do that good enough. Or what do you mean you like my hair? Like this old thing, whatever, right? So really start celebrating what you are doing, right? We need to focus on that. Part of the boundaries place then would be also in reclaim, right? Reclaiming those boundaries. Who do you need to set boundaries with? With friends, with family, with work, with yourself? Are you being too hard on yourself? Like really looking at these pieces. Again, you can look at body love, self-care, like sexy self-care. Like what are you doing for you in a day? Or are you waiting till maybe a little moment break at the end of each month where you run out and you're free? Are you doing things for you every single day that turn you on, that bring you into your pleasure, that allow you to ground and rebalance and feel super connected and alive in your body? And then there's the pleasure tool. Pleasure is another great one that you may have to go through just to get to the sexy self-care. Like, what do you enjoy? What does light you up? What does turn you on? Like, really look into these things. And turn on doesn't necessarily in this question mean like erotic turn on, but it's one and the same. What does light you up? What does make your body go, oh my gosh, yes, that's what I want to do, right? So following those tools will take you into reclaim. The next one being reconnect does include reconnecting to your body, right? Reconnecting to your sexuality, reconnecting to pussy, reconnecting to the sacred feminine and to 
feeling your sensuality and your aliveness that is within, because that is your GPS. That is your indicator light that'll tell you yes, no, whatever it is you need to know. And then that remembrance is what will happen as a result. That remembrance will be that result that happens when you reclaim and when you reconnect. And I also love adding in that sacred sexuality piece because yes, we're reconnecting to body, but then how, right? So you can use jade egg practices. You can use sacred sexuality practices, which is also Tantra. We're going to go into that, I'm sure, because Tantra and sacred sexuality are one in the same in my book. I use those words interchangeably and learning what it is that you like, even in your own touch, learning what feels good. And then we can go into that turn on. What turns you on there? What doesn't? Are there blocks and are there limiting beliefs around how a woman should show up in her body, right? There's a lot in there. That there's a lot of unpacking that might need to go into these pieces so that we can show up in our pleasure and feel our pleasure. Some women don't feel much. They're very numb. They might have pain, right? And these are all common, very common things that happen when we disconnect from who we are, when we stuff down our emotions when we really don't speak our truth, we have to, because if we didn't disconnect, it would be way too painful to stay in our body. Way too painful. Such good content. Thank you so much. Good information. And for someone who wants to go through this step-by-step, they're going to contact you. We're going to let them know exactly how to do that in a moment. But let's talk about sexual, sacred sexuality or tantra. Sacred sexuality, Um, yeah. Yeah. What is that first off? And then let's get into how we can practice that. Yeah, absolutely. So I use the word sacred sexuality or tantra or tantric sex very interchangeably. Sometimes I don't use the word tantric sex, even though that is specifically what it is because of social media, because of the shutdown, because of the, you know, oops, you're deleted. So I'm really careful with the words that I choose on social media, but it is this ancient spiritual path of really reconnecting reconnecting to who you are, weaving in the physical body of who you are with the spiritual. And that comes that trust, right? Like I talked about that trust earlier about like knowing who you are and trusting your body. So sacred sexuality and Tantra can be practiced solo or as a couple, right? doesn't need to be always as a couple. And it's about connecting to your body and connecting to your sexuality and connecting to your pleasure and accessing those deep, feelings, emotions, sensations, energies that are alive in your body. They've always been there and really reconnecting to those. There's nothing to fix. There's nothing wrong with you. It is already within you. And it's really just coming into that path of acknowledging you, approving, bringing in compassion, love, acceptance, approval for all parts of yourself, even the parts that you hate, even the parts that you dislike, even the parts that have been shamed dismissed, discouraged, told that are wrong, all of these places, and then learning how to follow your pleasure. And from there, we can grow our pleasure and expand our pleasure. And let me tell you, it is quite amazing, right? So it is like something that like my pleasure and level of pleasure now is something that I never would have dreamed of was even possible because I never felt anything like that. And it's from slowing down and rewriting those neural pathways between your body and your brain to create the safety and to recreate the trust that already lives within you. Well, Kim, thank you so much. You are just a pleasure. It's been 
amazing having you on. Where can our listening audience find you, connect with you, make appointments, listen to your podcast? Where can we connect with you? Absolutely. So the easiest area would be my website, which is simple. It's really easy. It's get your sexy back. And .ca for Canada, if you forget, because I am in Canada. I do serve clients worldwide, though. Uh, podcast is also Get Your Sexy Back. You can check out. There's. I already went through just before going through Reclaim, Reconnect, Remember, a bunch of tools. And I actually have a free PDF for eight tools to activate your turn on, which like walks you through these steps. So if that's something you'd like, you can totally grab it off my website. It's free. Um, there's also a podcast that I go into this deeper. And there's also a podcast on, you know, favorite sacred sexuality tools and a PDF that matches that. There's so much content. I like to share a ton. So on Facebook, you can follow me personally. It's Kim Coffin. And I do have a private Facebook group for female identifying humans called Get Your Sexy Back. And on Instagram, it's Get Your Sexy Back Coach with underscores between each. I'm pretty consistent. If you search up Get Your Sexy Back with Kim Coffin, you are going to find me. And Coffin's like the casket. thank you so much for taking time to be on the show today kim you're awesome thank you i really really had fun well you have really helped encourage others to get one step closer to their highest aligned self through the reclaiming reconnecting and remembrance we want to learn more about that so we're going to be looking for you and all of your platforms to the audience i want to thank you for tuning in today I'm your host, Dr. Pepper Hernandez. Thank you for listening and let's make this your very best life ever. Dr. Pepper Hernandez is one of the world's most respected and accomplished cannabis naturopaths. She has guided thousands of patients worldwide in the use of cannabis, non-psychoactive forms for a various range of illnesses, disease, and discomfort. She works with her clients in the mental, physical, and emotional components of health and well-being. She's the founder and educational director of the Cannabis Holistic Institute, which aims to educate, empower, and encourage holistic health practitioners, physicians, and students to use whole plant, sun-grown medicine as a part of their wellness routine. Dr. Hernandez is a syndicated cannabis medical journalist and the published author of the Cannabis Patient Journal series. Learn more about her and her practice at drpepperhernandez.com or across social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. If you would like to make a one-on-one appointment with her, connect with drpepperhernandez.com for an easy online schedule.